1: To bag presented by the Strickland and by all of you that are so nice to support us on Patreon and all that good stuff. Of course, I'll give the Patreon sales pitch in just a second because I have to remind everybody about all the cool perks you can get if you're not already subscribed to our Strickland Patreon. But uh, first, I will introduce myself. I'm Alex Wolf. I'm editor and chief of the Strickland. And the host of this one free edition of the Knicks Mail.Bag. The uh, dummy bag, as we've been dubbed by listeners. (laughs) Affectionately, I hope. Uh, And I'm joined today by not both of my co-hosts, no. Just by the dedicated one. The one that has showed up here for work this whole month. That's right. Unlike the other slacker who had volleyball tournaments and then... You know, is apparently seeing family now or something. Who even does that?
0: Seriously, on a holiday. On a holiday. What a
1: fucking loser. Anyway, I'm joined by the dedicated co-host, Zach Delizio, who I won't even call whack today. Who you might know as ZJ Delizio on Twitter. uh, And a very occasional written contributor for this trick. <laughs>
0: That's right. That's fair.
1: <laughs> What's it up, Black? Like
0: one thing. I'm, I, I'm good, Alex. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing this episode a little different today. I hope the audio quality is okay. Normally, I record next to my kitchen, but my wife needed to cook some things for Thanksgiving tomorrow, so I relocated to the bedroom, and I'm just using the mic on my computer. And I, I, apparently, it sounds okay. Uh, so but
0: you get the bullshit while she does all the cooking. Is that? No, what I'm doing? gonna
1: cook afterwards. Ah. Um, yeah. All right. I can I can brag about this on here real quick. I mean, we're gonna be talking. We have some Thanksgiving questions, so I won't go too in depth. But so my I was trying to brag about this in the strict Strickcord the other day, the Strickland Discord. And apparently nobody wanted to hear about it. Nobody even said, like, oh, what are you talking about? What's you're the exactly recipe? What you're talking about. Yeah. I I wanted to brag because so I my father-in-law is uh is allergic to poultry, right? Like not like deathly allergic, but like he gives him the poops, so he doesn't eat poultry. And uh so, you know, my my brother-in-law is hosting Thanksgiving, and he was like, he said to my father-in-law, his dad, like I'm only making a turkey this year. I'm not going to make, like, a whole ham for you or something. Like, I only have so much oven space. Like, I'm not trying to, like, kill myself this year making this stuff. So, like, you know, he... so then I heard both versions from both of them. To hear my father-in-law tell it, my brother-in-law was basically like, fuck you, you're uninvited from Thanksgiving unless you don't want to eat turkey, bitch. Uh, but my to hear my brother-in-law tell it, he was basically like, yeah, I just told him I'm not going to make, like, a whole ham. So if he wants, like, ham or something... He could bring just like a ham steak, you know, or something like that. And I'll cook that on the stove for him real quick. Or he can cry. Or he can cry. Yeah. And, but so, you know, my wife and I were talking to my father-in-law on his birthday last week. And then he was like, he was like, well, I don't even know if I'm going now. Because Steve kind of made it sound like he doesn't want me there. Because he's not making me food or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, my God, you big sensitive baby. Uh, So I was like, all right, what if I make like a meatloaf for you or something? And he's like, yeah, all right, I could do that. I'm like, cool, I'm going to make a meatloaf. But so then I was like, yo, what if I made like a Thanksgiving meatloaf? So instead of doing like just a plain like beef meatloaf, I'm doing, I'm making it with country sausage. So like pork. So it's still good on his diet, but is a uh-huh. little more like off the spectrum of like red meat. And then I'm doing like instead of breadcrumbs, I'm mixing like, like, uh, buzzed up stuffing mix in it. Oh. And then, you know, all, like, Thanksgiving flavors, you know, so, like, sage and thyme and all that to to spice it. Um, and then I made this, like, cranberry ketchup to put on top and to, like, mix in to, like, moisten it. Okay. And it's, like, it's really good. It's, like, cranberries, like, apple cider vinegar, water, mustard seed, uh, crushed red pepper flakes, which was on the recipe I found, which I was, like, that actually sounds like it would be good. And I tried it, and it was really good, hmm. um, along with a couple other things. And uh, and so it makes this kind of like tart but sort of spicy, like ketchup for on top. Uh, so I made a tester the other day, and it was really good. I just had to adjust the seasonings and shit a little bit. But I'm quite excited to bring it. I want to steal the whole show on Thanksgiving.
0: Well, way to go. Good, yeah. good work. I got to say I do not fuck with meatloaf. So that does not – like that's not grabbing meat. But I do
1: love the creativity. Dude, I always say anyone that doesn't fuck with meatloaf just never had a good meatloaf.
0: Bro, I mean, that very well might be true, but honestly, dude, the name is Meatloaf. It sounds disgusting.
1: All it is is it's, okay, breaking it down, it's essentially a giant meatball that you cut into slices. Like, Yeah,
0: Yeah. but like meatballs, (laughs) I I don't want to just eat meatballs for my meal. I don't want a big-ass meatball. I just want my meatballs in little pieces with my spaghetti. Okay, You, know, you but, get what my drift right here. Too much too much red meat and bread all combined, not it
1: for me. But, so you could have a, a meatloaf, a slice of meatloaf, and then, you know, some mashed potatoes and, like, some broccoli.
0: Yeah, I could. And or then you I can could eat
1: them together. Or
0: I could, or I could not.
1: <laughs> okay. See, <laughs> I'm poking all these holes in your meatloaf hate. I'm going to – next time I see you, I'm going to make a meatloaf and bring it to you. I'm going to make you eat it in front
0: Listen, of me. Listen, bro. It's the name. They need to rebrand <laughs> The loaf of meat does not
1: sound appetizing. See, so. it is true. It really doesn't sound too appetizing.
0: Thank you. That's all I'm saying. That's all. I, I'm just not with it.
1: But they taste so good. Like, I don't know. My mom always made and Meatloaf when I was a kid, so I've always been a huge Meatloaf fan. So, anyway. All right. Uh, well, well, maybe someone can ask a question next time around about uh, how to rebrand Meatloaf so that it sounds better. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we need to be Meatloaf PR company.
1: We do. Big, big Meatloaf needs we'll to hire We'll circle us. back
0: to this and, and come back to it next time.
1: <laughs> oh, man. That would be a good episode. Uh, all right. Before we get too deep in the episode, before I start getting into the questions, I'll give the quick Patreon sales pitch. If you're not following us already on Patreon, uh, there's a number of different tiers that you can get in on with this episode, and all of our episodes in the mailbag are always free. 100% as well as Monday episodes of Pod Strickland. But you might have noticed if you listen to this feed that uh, the Friday episodes of Pod Strickland as well as uh, the every other week episodes of The Mailbag with uh, either Schwinn and Jeremy or Drew uh, and then also Schwinn's new pod, Stricken Roll, those are all 30-minute previews on the main feed and then the rest of that, which you know us, usually super long. Uh, so the, the rest of however much longer, an hour, longer, hour and a half longer, whatever is all on Patreon. Now you can get that for $6 a month, as well as getting into the strict cord, our strict discord, uh, which we take questions in. So we have some questions on today's show from there, uh, as well as you get, uh, for the $6 tier. Those are the two big selling points. I think there's something else I'm forgetting about, but it's mostly all the pods. Um, then there's a nine dollars tier. I'm sorry, the nine dollars tier is where you get the Stricken Roll Pod with Schwinn, and then you also get written content from Jack Huntley and Matthew Miranda, our creme de la creme of. Uh, uh, I I won't strictly say like the best writers period because we have really great writers all around, but our two most prosy writers that write the most like 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 uh, what's what's like a I meal for you- your. Um, uh, yeah eloquent it's like a meal for your eyes the
0: opposite of what alex is doing right now
1: exactly exactly if you took what i'm doing (laughs) with my mouth right now and then wrote it down and then flipped it through an opposite generator you would get matthew miranda and uh jack hunley stories so (laughs) um we also have some higher level tiers with like watch parties through discord in them uh sitting in on pod strickland recordings um some that allow you to even get like Uh, uh, A appearance on Pod Strickland once or twice a year, Uh, one that lets you host an episode of Pod Strickland at some point, Uh, a whole bunch of shit, and and merch discounts on our merch store. So check all that out. Check out patreon.com slash the Strickland. You can uh, see all of our wares there. But without any further ado here, oh, uh, if you ever have any questions that you're thinking of and you there's not like an active solicitation out. You can always hit us up at strict mailbag at gmail.com. All right. So to get into the questions now, we got our first one here.
2: You've got mail
1: from Twitter. FBPE is just white people's hotep at Jax365. Also a strict cord member and a, and a Patreon member. Probably most of the people on here are at this point, if we're being completely honest, but uh, Jax asks, gun to your head, gun to your dick, which Knicks player would you be happy to trade away? Wow. Yeah, it's two guns, one to your head <laughs> and one to There's, your dick.
0: That's way more stressful than just a gun in my head. That's
1: and they're like, probably going to shoot your dick first and then your head.
0: Right, of course. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to go through that much effort, I have to imagine that you're correct.
1: Yeah. So, which uh, who who are you sending off? Ha- the thing here is, who would you be happy to trade? Yeah, away?
0: which I'm not really... I wouldn't be happy to really send off anyone. Because, I, I mean, I like everyone. Even the ones who aren't playing well looking at Kemba Walker, I I would not be happy because it would be kinda of sad, right? Where we had this whole homecoming thing and then he sort of just shit the bed and got traded. That would be you know, I, I wouldn't be happy about that, uh, necessarily. But what what are you thinking here? I don't I don't really I'm trying to comb through everyone. I'm not really sure.
1: I don't yeah, I don't know if I have a happy answer either, because I was gonna say the exact same thing about about Kemba like that's the only guy on the team right now that from a basketball perspective I might be like if you could just ship him out (laughs) and then we could get a replacement level player and just give all those minutes to Rosen quickly that might be kind of useful right now um but it would be sad because we all kind of were like really happy about that and had some sort of expectations coming into the season for him and it would basically just equate to a failure at that point um I guess maybe, I, I I think the answer I can come up with would maybe be Kevin Knox at this oh, point. Oh, come on. No, 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 no. And, no all right, let me, let me justify this. I don't mean happy in the sense of like, ha fuck that guy, I hated him. Um, more in the sense of like, if you could send him somewhere like the Thunder or something where he could get a real shot and like actually get some minutes and get his like final NBA chance to like prove he's going to be an NBA player or not. Um I think that would be good for him and, and would also free up a roster spot for the Knicks if they need it later. It would also just kind of, you know, maybe get the Knicks like a second round pick or something like whatever. That would make me happy. Cause like, I'd be like, you know what? Ultimately like Knox isn't playing anymore on the Knicks like ever. And I don't see that ever changing. Cause now they have, they have another wing prospect in front of him too with Grimes, who's clearly going to get time before he does. Um, so I, I would probably say Knox. That's probably like the only guy I could come up with. But yeah, I mean, the reason I was
0: laughing is because that's like low hanging fruit. You know, I mean, it kind of <laughs> is. Yeah, I mean, but what what else are you going to do?
1: I could have said Wayne Selden. You're Wayne Seldon. <laughs> <laughs> the, the 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 nothing player at the end of the bench that I don't yeah. care about, Mister Mister Brick City in Summer League, who turned into Magic Johnson for half yeah, a quarter. Ship
0: out Wayne Selden and then bring back Theo Pinsky.
1: Yeah, that would actually be solid. I mean, yeah, is there you it? Go. Is Pin- Isn't Pinson on a real contract in oh, Milwaukee? I have no idea.
0: I'm, I'm just bullshitting, honestly. Yeah.
1: I think they gave him a real contract. But, yeah, that's probably the – one of those two guys is probably the only ones that I could say, like, I would be happy to send out. The other guys I'm all kind of attached to in their own special way.
2: You've got mail.
1: Um, the other question here from Jax365. Uh, is Rokas Djokobitis the prince who was promised? I don't yes. know if you've – I don't know if you've seen Zach, like he's tearing it up in uh in oh, Barcelona yeah. this year. I
0: saw some of those highlights. I saw that um uh, that step back that was ridiculous and uh and some you know some clips on Twitter and he looks good. You know, that's yeah, a good team, I think, right? That he's playing for. It's a pretty oh, good yeah. team.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, he's playing for like one of like the Euro powerhouses.
0: Right. So let's not collectively make the mistake that we made with Doncic. I'm obviously I'm not saying what could be extrapolated from that. He's not Doncic, but these guys that go in there and play well in these kind of leagues are no joke. It's not, it's not a joke. He may not be the most athletic guy, but uh, he could, he could play. I can tell you that. If he's playing that well at that level, he could play.
1: All right. So you heard it here first. Zach DeLuzio has done extensive scouting on (laughs) Rokas Jokobitis and thinks that he is the next Luka Doncic, quote unquote. Uh, You heard it here first, folks.
0: <laughs> wow i'm really glad we don't ever get aggregated <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> this would be really embarrassing for me
1: <laughs> <laughs> look at this fucking guy with the pug man right? as his avatar
0: what a loser what a dumb idiot can you <laughs> breathe There's no air in his brain because he's a pug
1: <laughs> I actually, I love when people always ask you if that's actually you. I actually thought it was you for a long time. I'm not going to lie. I love that people
0: think that's me. I will say that.
1: What it's, if it, I mean, I don't know. Maybe your family had a pug when you were growing up and then you wore that as like a Halloween costume for a joke one year or something.
0: It's not the worst idea. in the Yeah. World. It was like, I mean, it's a hilarious picture. That's why I made it my Twitter picture. So I, if it was me, I would be flaunting that shit. Let's just put it that way.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can see Schwinn dre- dressing up as Jet, for example. Oh
0: yeah! Oh my god!
1: Jet, for those that are uninitiated, is Schwinn's uh, Schwin's, I believe, sister's uh, Frenchie Bulldog, and but it's like it's like Schwinn's nephew. He's so proud of Jet and loves him so much. Jet is uh, very
0: fat; it's adorable.
1: And Jet is super fat and like a big lazy slop, and it's hilarious. And Schwinn shares pictures of him sometimes, and it's it's adorable. Um, anyway, so <laughs> to move. To our next question, but thank you, Jax365. Oh, I guess I didn't answer if, if Rokas is the Prince. I mean, I think Rokas could potentially be really good. I would still probably give him another year of seasoning beyond this year over in Summer League or Summer League, Jesus Christ, uh, over in, in Euro League and then like another Summer League, you know, just so that he can get a little more acquainted to the American game because like we saw him starting to get acquainted um, in Summer League, like in real time, but he even said like very candidly, like, this is a lot faster than I'm used to playing. And like it showed during summer league. Yeah. And, and so I think give him a little more time in Europe to like, really learn how to like, like if he becomes a truly dominant force on, uh, I believe it's uh FCB that he's on FC Barcelona um, or BC, BCB, whatever BC Barcelona because basketball club Barcelona. Anyway, um, you know, if he becomes like a real force over there and, you know, is averaging like, 18 points and seven assists or something, then, okay, yeah, maybe it's time to just, like, <laughs> say, whatever, screw it. Like, we'll let him figure out the speed of the, the U.S. game, but, like, he'll he'll figure it out because he's that good. Right. Um, I'm hoping he is that good. And, and what's great is that the Knicks, like, as long as he stays under contract with Barcelona, they have his rights for, like, a, I think his whole contract there plus, like, two more years or something. Wow. So they have a they have a long time to make this decision, thanks to the CBA and how draft picks work. So, I say don't rush it because you know may as well bring him over when the times right. But he definitely, I mean, he might be, he might be the prince who was promised. Who knows?
2: You've got mail.
1: Uh, all right, we're gonna go to our first Discord question. We're gonna kind of bounce back and forth between Discord and Twitter here. So this comes from Enemy Wave. Uh, which person on the Knicks roster? Would you like to go take a pre Thanksgiving dinner walk with if you catch my drift? Zach, is this is this implying smoking marijuana?
0: I think so. I didn't realize that this was like a like a thing. You know what I mean? Cause like this I've done this, but I thought this was just, you know, my family being deranged. <laughs> but, I mean, but oh that this is cool. This is a cool thing. Uh I do believe they're referencing smoking marijuana.
1: Okay. Uh yeah, I'll also say I've never really I mean, I'm not a huge weed guy myself. I don't I don't love the effects on myself, but uh I've I've certainly encountered pre-Thanksgiving weed walks before. And it was in the new season of Big Mouth. They did a Thanksgiving episode where oh. the one the one character who's supposed to be like a middle schooler steals her cousin's joint out of her hand and takes a puff on it and gets like super ripped for Thanksgiving dinner. It was kind of funny. Um, although also that show kind of fell off this season. I hate oh, to did it really, I hate that to report. Ooh, yeah. Me. It got, got a little too serious. They, they, you know, the jokes went down and all the, all the mental health stuff went up, but to the point where it's like the show almost gives you anxiety watching it now. Mm, okay. <laughs> Cause you see too much of yourself in it. Yeah. And, well, it was oh, always yeah, good at balancing that. Yeah, a little too real at this point. Um, anyway, sorry to answer the question, who would I want to smoke a joint with? Uh, I think it's Mitch.
0: Oh, yeah, I was going to say Mitch, too. Yeah. <laughs> got to be, right? The dude I seems mean, a fucking doof, bro.
1: He is. Like, never mind the photo of him where he looked ripped out of his mind, but actually had double pink eye during a game and, like, after the game. But also, just, like, the way he talks, like, he's just so goofy, and then, like, obviously, he loves to eat, because, like, even... <laughs>
0: he's blown, like, like, 40 pounds. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, and even, like, it was funny, like, the Knicks, Knicks PR definitely, like, deleted this video, but, like, they tweeted out a video, like, during the off season at one point, when everybody had reported in to, like, start working out and shit, and, uh... It was Mitch and they were just doing like a little like mini video interview with him. And they're like, hey, Mitch, like, did I hear you actually put on like 40 pounds over the last like year and a half? And he's like, he's like, yeah, man, like all this muscle, you know, did like a little flex. And the guy's like, wow, so that's all muscle. He's like, he's like, yeah, and fat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, but that that just proves the point on both levels. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> Mitch definitely loves to eat. So he yeah, would be, it would be it would be hilarious like, watching him house.
0: A chill dude to what I went up with,
1: and he would definitely house like half the turkey himself. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh
0: like God, I wonder how many calories a day he eats. Jesus Christ!
1: It's probably a ton. I mean, pro athletes eat a lot of calories, yeah. like to keep up with that. Like yeah. I, I always remember seeing the the one that blew me away the most with that was uh, Michael Phelps. I remember back like during one of his like Olympic you know runs, they had like this little special on him that they aired during the Olympics and. And, or maybe I read it in an article too, but it was like, it was like, how much do you eat? Like, cause you work out like, like eight to 10 hours a day. So how much do you eat to keep up with that? He's like, oh, I eat like 12,000 calories a day. Jesus
0: Christ. Isn't that eating <laughs> literally all the time?
1: Pretty much. Yeah. That's like insane. he was, he was literally like he would wake up, eat like a big ass breakfast and then like go through his first round of workouts, eat like a big ass lunch, uh, with like snacks in between like like, you know, pure protein bar type shit, um, you know, and, and then like have a big ass dinner and stuff too, but Damn, I think he, great yeah,
0: Dude.
1: I think he was kind of like The Rock, to, like The Rock also does that, where no, he eats like rice. no, but he eats oh, like cheese. normally like 10,000 calories of like literally oh, just like boiled cod and brown rice, that's like that all sounds, he no,
0: eat. see, I'm not about that
1: Nothing. yeah, yeah, I mean that's so flavorless, and like he doesn't put anything on it, I don't think, I don't even think he puts like salt on that oh shit, God. Like, no, yeah, not with it. There's yeah, no with it. yeah. It's just I, I could never. I'll just, I'll just take being fat and continue enjoying my food.
0: Yeah, yeah I'll <laughs> die early. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I don't care.
1: But all right. So thanks for that question, Enemy Wave. We got, we had the consensus, Mitchell Robinson. I'm glad we were on the same, same page there, Zach.
2: You've got mail. Uh,
1: our next question comes from one of our own. Normally, we put James's questions at the end because they're too nonsensical, <laughs> but. This is actually a pretty good question. So I threw a prime time here. Uh, from James Marcita, who's the Knicks racist uncle, non-Dolan? <laughs> I
0: love the non-Dolan because yeah. it's smart of him to take that away.
1: Because uh, like, obviously it would be yeah. Dolan. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: I, I don't know. <laughs> who's the racist uncle? I
1: don't uh, I try- mean,
0: Tibbs looks like the racist
1: uncle. I will say that. But I think Tibbs is pretty woke. Like, oh, no, you hear... I, I agree, but he just walks
0: yeah. the part. You know what yeah. I
1: mean? Yeah, he does. I, You know, I've got an answer. It doesn't have to – I'm going to assume this doesn't have to be only present day because this whole team is pretty damn lovable. Uh, so – and I don't think any of them are racist. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go and say like – and I mean – this is not at all a defamation of character. This is just vibes.
0: You only say that if you're about to defame someone's character. I've <laughs> never no uh, said that and then complimented somebody.
1: Right? I'll just throw a Kurt Ramvis out there.
0: <laughs> that works.
1: I mean, I don't know, and anyone that openly goes on their Twitter that they know that well, maybe he didn't know everybody could see his likes, he's a but boomer dude. Then he's just a dumb boomer. But yeah. by virtue of being a dumb boomer, I think that. I think maybe he's the racist uncle.
0: I would say the odds are good relative to everyone else. Like the the thing is when you're talking about basketball, right? I don't, I, it's pretty hard to find someone who's going to be racist. Who's like a, who's not an owner. You know what Tell I mean? Tell that
1: to I, Sam Decker and Myers Leonard. <laughs> oh,
0: well that, yeah, that's true. But that's why they're out of the league. I assume. <laughs> I, I assume, I mean, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That is probably, that is probably why they're out of the
0: league. Um, Andrea Bargnani?
1: <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> that I wouldn't think,
1: surprise me. I don't think Bars was racist. He was a big softy.
0: I bet he was racist.
1: Really? No. I mean, I no. Mean, you. Know, you know. Okay. Okay. I think I no got
0: fucking it. White people on this team.
1: I think I got it. I think I got oh, it.
0: Ooh, this is exciting.
1: Uh, Cole Aldrich. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, not-
0: no, it's Ron Baker. It's definitely Ron Baker.
1: Oh uh, no! As oh. much as I dislike Ron Baker, I th- I think he wasn't racist.
0: Oh no! Isn't he MAGA? Are
1: we? No, I don't think so. Oh,
0: no, that's good.
1: I, At least well, he's not open about it. If he yeah, is. I
0: mean, Midwest white boys, you never know. That's I
1: awesome. just I just think Cole Aldridge because he wouldn't defend his black teammate in a fight. He walked away.
0: Oh, I don't even remember that.
1: That was the. Wait, I, who I, was that? I I'm trying to remember who was even in. Oh, it was uh, Quincy Acey and John Wallace. Oh I
0: my think. God, Quincy ACE. Yeah. Oh quit- that motherfucker. Quit-
1: I, I it says more about Cole Aldridge that the thing that I remember the most is that regardless of who was in the fight, it, Cole Aldridge just walked away like a coward. Um <laughs> yeah. he also and, had missing to tooth. And he was yeah, and he was the he was the biggest guy on the court and he left Quincy AC to die. Uh probably because he didn't value his life because he's, he's not white. <laughs> Alright, now that's defamation of character <laughs> yes. right there. Oh my
0: god. Bro, he's gonna didn't he tweet at somebody? Didn't he hear some shit on Twitter and call someone out? You're about to get called out,
1: Cole Aldrich? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Whatever. If he does, I'll just be like, whatever. Fucking, actually, got yeah, some
0: good pub from that.
1: Yeah, right. Whatever. Washed out of the NBA, fucking We, should, lose we it. should
0: actually clip this part and tag him. <laughs> what
1: what should we should be doing, Cole Aldridge. You weren't even good enough to play for the fucking Knicks, you loser. Uh- <laughs> God. Uh, All right, let's move on before I say something else.
2: (laughs) You've got mail. All
1: right, this one comes from Zan Rosen, at Zan Rosen on Twitter. If you had one Thanksgiving food to use as a... Oh, by the way, this opens up the Thanksgiving section heavy of the the pod here. Uh, If you had one Thanksgiving food to use as a weapon in a food fight, which would it be?
0: Oh, I think this is easy. It's a ham. I, uh, well, imagine being smacked in the face with a ham. Like, actually, someone's swinging a ham at your face. Not to mention there's a giant bone in there. So, if you took the meat off, then you could beat the shit out of someone with that bone.
1: See, I was going to say, like, a turkey leg bone sharpened into a knife.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, that, that, either way, it's a bone. Char- are, are we allowed to modify? Like, is this a. <laughs> are we trying to kill? I, I think we may have. May, may have taken this question too far he said a weapon in a food fight
1: yeah miss-
0: most, are we talking about like fucking someone up <laughs> or like winning the food fight
1: look we're doing we're doing the squid game version of a food fight <laughs> where you food fight to the death so right. with only a thanksgiving dinner at your disposal I so
0: think a ham bone might be bigger than a turkey bone
1: yeah, but I'm thinking like turkey bones are a little lighter, like easier to maneuver, easier to carve. Yeah, easier to break with my yeah. hand
0: bone, which sounds weird when I say it like that.
1: <laughs> all right, we're gonna have to just test this out in real life, I guess. You know, all which right, one? everyone
0: save your turkey bones and your hand bones, mail them to us. And we'll be fights.
1: <laughs> and, then uh, so <laughs> and then we're gonna meet up. Give
0: everyone your address.
1: And Then we're gonna meet up. We're gonna have a little fight to the death. It'll be, it's fine. Gonna
0: be fine. We'll do New York City because after midnight, no one gives a shit about anything.
1: It's we'll fine. go in. We'll go in like one of the basketball court cages. We'll have someone lock it and supervise, oh, yeah. and uh, you know, we'll just go
0: get some wrestling fights.
1: Yeah, I think, so. I, I think that's pretty good. Yes, yeah, steel cage match yes. featuring a ham bone <laughs> and a turkey bone. <laughs> um. All right. Let's 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 do it maybe more in what the spirit of the question actually was though like if we were just going to just have a food fight where the goal is just to throw shit at each other and make a mess and whatever which one would be your top one
0: hmm. mashed potatoes
1: Yeah I feel like that's a pretty I'll say you know what I'll just say cranberry sauce cuz it'll be stickier and way more annoying Yeah
0: bro yeah that's that's all it is just annoying nobody you don't even get away from that one A mashed potato you can get like a snowball type thing you know not yeah. perfectly but but you could like you know get accuracy and stuff. You're throwing cranberry sauce? That's not going anywhere. That's I
1: mean, I'm assuming time. I get like a ladle. You could do like a trebuchet. Oh, you know? a
0: trebuchet.
1: Like wing it, at people. A little catapult. A little
0: highlight. <laughs> <laughs> all that shit. All
1: right. All right. We're going off the rails again. Fine. All right. We're going to go to the next part here.
0: <laughs> we have not gotten an actual basketball question yet.
1: Just for- now, we'll get there eventually.
2: You've got mail.
1: All right. Uh, these are basically the same question, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put them together. Um, we have from far off the mark in our Discord. Uh, if the Knicks roster was one giant Thanksgiving meal, which dish would each player be?
2: You've got mail.
1: And then we have Zach Bacorny at zmp32323 on Twitter. Compare the Knicks to each part of this Thanksgiving meal. Thanksgiving and Knicks related hot takes are encouraged. So here we go. We have all the Thanksgiving stuff. Turkey, mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, stuffing, cranberry sauce, gravy, pumpkin pie, apple pie, roasted veggies, salad, dinner rolls, and chips and dip. So I feel like turkey is the easy one, Zach. Is that Julius Randall?
0: Uh, Well, okay. So I was going to go hot take. He, Zach did say hot takes encouraged. I was going to go on a hot take with turkey because turkey is always better in my head than it is when I actually get to eat it. And I think that's Mitchell Robinson.
1: <laughs> Yo, My bad. I muted for one second, but I left you hanging. That was kind of a fun pause.
0: Uh, I thought you were giving me the silent treatment.
1: No, I thought you were going to like go on for a minute. So I just like shifted a little bit, no, uh, but no, I had I to mute for a second.
0: waiting for the response and then was going to elaborate.
1: All right. So, all right. So Mitchell Robinson. All right. So go for it. I, I actually have another one, which if if we're going by that definition, then then, yeah, I, I would agree with your overall sentiment, but would change the player. But go ahead on your Mitch take. Yeah,
0: well, it's just that Mitch Mitch has always been better in my head than he has been on the court. It's the same shit this year. It sucks. I, I hate to see it, but, you know, once you start looking for it, he's a, he looks a little slow. We were talking about how he put on 40 pounds. He looks like he put on 40 pounds. It helped him sometimes. That matchup with Embiid went way better than it should have because of that. But, men in pick-and-roll defense and in some of his rotations, he, he just looks slow and inattentive. And, you know, when you're looking – I, I was the one who was saying, oh, my hot take of the year was that he would be in the running for defensive player of the year. So, you know, this is the perfect example of the turkey where I'm coming in hot, ready for that turkey, and I get it. I'm like, oh, this is just – this is dry. I mean, it's okay. But I would rather get something else next time I go up. You know what I mean?
1: yeah yeah i I feel that. I'm gonna say so from an actual basketball perspective, I'll give my my take on this here real quick. like i still I'm willing to give Mitch another like i honestly, I'm probably willing to give him to like game thirty before I start making any judgments oh, for sure yeah about how the weight is affecting him because I think it's being a little underrated that like he literally couldn't run full speed until like five days before the season started. So like, I think he was able to do like light jogging and stuff, but he wasn't cleared for like, he wasn't cleared for five on five and he wasn't cleared for sprinting. I don't think because he talked about after that, like, so that final preseason game was on like a Friday and then that weekend they had practiced all weekend before, you know, getting ready for the season opener that Wednesday. And Mitch, like when he got interviewed after one of those practices was like, Yeah, this is, like, you know, one of the worst weekends ever because, like, Taj had me running like crazy because it was, like, I was finally able to run again. And uh, so he was apparently just doing sprints constantly. So I'm not quite there with being willing to say that he's, like, lost the step or that he's lost some of his mobility yet because I just don't – I think he's having to play himself into shape not because he was, like – not because he was inattentive to his body over the offseason, but literally because, like, due to the nature of his injury and letting it recover properly, he was not able to get into shape over the summer. It's probably um, a little bit of both. No, I mean, I think I think they they told him to slow down. Because, if you can remember, he was trying to tease, like, he might be able to come back in the playoffs last year. Like... And the Knicks like pretty well, quickly like, he were like, does no.
0: shit like that? Like th- that is clearly not realistic. This, this, yeah, it's fucking ridiculous.
1: But I think in his mind, he wanted to get back on shit faster. But they specifically told him like, "No, we don't want you to be like the next Yao Ming or whatever, and have this be like a recurring injury for you. So, chill the fuck out, let it heal, you know, and we'll we'll get you in shape when we can get you in shape." But like work on your body, work on your upper body. Clearly he worked on his legs too. Like he must've, he must've been doing something like pool workouts or something where where it's less, you know, strain on your, on your feet and everything. But I mean, his legs are like beefy, like his whole body. It's not like he just put on like a whole bunch of top heavy muscle. Like he got beefy all over. So I, I'm willing to give him a chance. So I'm not quite ready to say that he's unfulfilling Turkey just yet. I guess what I'll say is like, if it's good turkey, like have you ever had a deep fried turkey?
0: I have not had a deep fried turkey, and that sounds like the most American shit I've ever heard. Other oh, than deep fried Oreos,
1: yeah, it's not—it's not quite what you would imagine. So, like, it, it, I guess it is, but it isn't. Like, it's not breaded, for example. Okay. So, it's not like KFC turkey or like Popeye's turkey. <laughs> okay. Um, it's you you buy this like special pot that's like it's like fucking huge it's like a like a 10 gallon pot that you fill like halfway with uh, peanut oil or whatever oil of you're choosing it has to be something with a high smoke point though and then you put the the turkey on this like skewer hook thing and lower it into the oil that way and then just like cover it and deep fry it for i don't know like half an hour 40 minutes or something like that Um, but the whole point of it is, is that instead of like the oven where you're constantly having to baste it and whatever to keep it from drying out, uh, when it's deep fried, the oil keeps all the moisture inside the turkey from the outside. So then the meat on the inside isn't like super oily or anything because like the skin protects it. But the skin gets real nice and crispy, and then the meat stays, like, super, super tender and moist. It's very, very good.
0: Right. And you can also avoid old age by dying of a heart attack.
1: No, because the oil is only cooking the outside. You know that, like, most deep-fried stuff, it's, like, the bad part is if the oil, like, gets trapped in the food. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really happen on the turkey. Mm. So it's just cooking the outside. The meat on the inside is not, it's not like the meat gets, like, injected with oil. <laughs>
0: That seems like a very very sealed turkey.
1: <laughs> I mean it's I I don't know. I've had it and and like the the meat on the inside Are you is
0: Sure it wasn't covered in oil. Cuz oil is delicious, Alex. What yeah, is- the
1: oil the oil was on the skin, no doubt. Like but no matter what, like turkey skin's got fat in it regardless. So you're kind of a fat kid if you're eating the turkey skin regardless and what's a little extra oil. But like the meat on the inside was was normal. Okay. So, anyway, Julius Radle, I would say, is a deep-fried turkey Okay, if it's, done, if it's done really well. The disappointing turkey, I would say, is Kemba Walker because we all had our, you know, even if turkey's not your favorite part of the meal, you still reasonably expect it to be good. But if you eat a dry-ass turkey, there's, like, literally nothing worse, like, on a Thanksgiving yeah. meal than a dry-ass turkey.
0: Well, there is something worse than Kemba Walker, and that's Alfred Payton.
1: Okay, yeah, I guess if we're gonna extend this to beyond this year, but I thought it was this <laughs> oh, year. Oh no, I'm
0: just making a joke at Alfred's expense.
1: Yeah, I mean I oh, guess no. Alfred Payton would Alfred Payton would be like uh like a five day old turkey that got left out of the fridge by mistake.
0: Yep.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Gross. Poor Gross. guy. Sorry, Alfred.
0: Couldn't
1: <laughs> I'm not sorry, Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right. mashed <laughs> Mashed Potatoes is the next one. I Let's feel see. like mashed
0: potatoes is Julius because it's like the it's like the core for me. You yeah, that's I
1: mean? true. I mean, mashed potatoes are like pretty much universally always good too.
0: Right. You it's so hard to fuck up mashed. Potato. It's literally just potatoes and cream and butter and salt. Like you cannot fuck that up.
1: Yeah. And, and like maybe maybe you get a little fancy put like a little cheese in it or something. Yeah, oh yeah, like- yeah.
0: You could. yeah, you can get a little fancy. But it makes, like, the better the meal, right? Like, yeah. like, you put your turkey on the mashed potatoes with the gravy. So all the leftovers get mixed into the mashed potatoes. You just scoop all that shit up at once. It's delicious. But mashed potatoes are also underappreciated, a little bit like Julius Randle.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I will say, you know, it's always funny to me, like, as someone who watches cooking shows and stuff. One thing that consistently gets fucked up on cooking shows by people overthinking it is mashed potatoes. Like, they I'll watch, like, Chopped or whatever. And these people will be like, okay, I'm making mashed potatoes. And I understand, like, to a degree you're doing this to save time. But, like, a food processor will be sitting right there. And they'll be like, all right, I'm throwing my potatoes in the blender. And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> like, bro, why would like, you
0: do not you like the skin in your – I like the skin in my mashed potatoes.
1: I do like the skin in my mashed potatoes. Yeah. But, they, but so what they do is they throw them in the blender and they put a the little bit of cream or whatever in them. But then they get them to the judge and the judges are like – these are so gummy because what happens if you if you like throw them in a blender like that, they it like does something like the starch in the potatoes or something and it like makes them like fucking gum. Like so they That's just correct. get all like grossed. Why yeah. don't
0: you just mash them? It's That's not what I'm part. saying. It doesn't even take a long time. Like what I don't understand.
1: Like if you cook the potatoes properly, mashing yeah, them takes like fourteen them. seconds. Right. Like <laughs> That's literally the
0: easiest part. <laughs> I don't understand.
1: Okay. I don't understand it either, but yeah, if for like really good mashed potatoes, I can see the case for Julius Randle because honestly, I usually go back for seconds on mashed potatoes and right. sometimes even thirds. But
0: you never think of it as like it's never the premier. Like like Julius is obviously a star of the team, but I feel like he gets a ton of shit relative to a, a star on any
1: team. You know what I mean? So I yeah. feel like
0: he's a little underappreciated, much like mashed potatoes.
1: Yeah, I I think that's I think that's fair too. Uh, you know what? I'm so for the next one, mac and cheese. I'll throw out. I mean, I almost feel like we're going in order here of like (laughs) significance to the team, but I'll say Mac and cheese is RJ because my reasoning being when Mac and cheese. So sort of a similar argument to what we said for the last two, but like when Mac and cheese is like really good, it's like really fucking good. And like, like, like next level shit. And when it's bad, it is really, really bad. Like. A bad mac and cheese is just – it's not only just that, like, it doesn't taste good or, like, it's flavorless or whatever, but there's so much, like, internal built-in disappointment that comes with eating a bad mac and cheese. <laughs> where, like, you're expecting like – RJ some- missing a way up. Yes. Where, like, <laughs> like, you're expecting something amazing. Like, every time RJ steps on the floor, I want him to go off. And then when he goes, like, you know, two for 15 or whatever – it leaves the worst taste in my mouth of like any other Nick on the team because I want so much for him to be good. And, and like I've, I've had a taste of what good RJ can be. And yeah. so I can never be satisfied with bad RJ now.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that's, he's my, he's my Mac and cheese. That's a good
0: one.
1: Yeah. Do you have a, do you have an alternative? Or you think that's,
0: no, no, I thought that was good.
1: That's the definitive. All right. Stuffing. This one's a, this is another one that like, when it's good, it's good. When it's terrible, it's terrible.
0: Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't I don't know. This is when we, yeah, this is when we start pushing it, right? Yeah. <laughs> start pushing the analogy. Stop.
1: I mean, I guess stuffing could be like IQ also, and you could just use literally the exact same thing I that I just use said for mac
0: and cheese. IQ for gravy, because I'll put it on anything, even if it makes no sense.
1: Okay, yeah, that's a good, that's a good <laughs> like call. i just going mac and
0: cheese, I don't care, it's fine.
1: Okay, all right, stuffing then will be, Maybe well, well, you know be- what?
0: You uh, we These are good, though.
1: Yeah. He's yeah. just been
0: good. He's really done nothing bad.
1: Oh, you know what? What about Fournier? Okay. Fournier when Fournier is really bad. But see, this is the other thing is like, I feel like Fournier is more of a rep for being streaky. So when Fournier is bad, like when stuffing is bad, I feel like bad stuffing is way more common than good stuffing. And so like when stuffing is bad, you're like, Ugh, well, this is why I usually only get one helping of stuffing, but you know, whatever. <laughs> But when you have, like, really, really good stuffing where someone, like, actually, like, makes it separate from the bird and, like, makes sure it's moist and whatever and, like, puts some cool spices and shit in it, you're like, oh, damn, I'm actually going to get seconds of stuffing. This is a fantastic experience right now. Mm-hmm. That's an Evan Fournier good night, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Yeah, hitting eight threes. Hitting eight threes. Boom. Lot me up, baby. Uh, cranberry sauce.
0: You know, I don't really like cranberry sauce, so I can't really weigh in here.
1: Where do you stand on a canned know. versus fresh?
0: I don't stand anywhere because I don't like it.
1: You don't like either?
0: No, I don't even know the difference. I don't I don't know.
1: So I don't like fresh you don't even get it, dude. I so just for it. So fresh is when someone like literally like makes it on a stove at home and I like I
0: mean that sounds better.
1: No, I, I don't oh, think it is.
0: Oh, excuse me. You, you tried to bait me into a stance that I have no actual opinion on, only it's jump down my throat. I want it.
1: <laughs> Here's why you're wrong, Mr. Wrong.
0: You fucking idiot
1: who had you, no opinion. You dumb fucking idiot. Let me tell you why fresh cranberry sauce is garbage. Um, no, it's all subjective. Like... Uh, Fresh cranberry sauce, like you make it, like you take actual cranberries, you throw them in a pot or whatever with like I think like sugar and some various other bullshit, and basically just cook them down a little bit so they're like a thick jam, you know. But like the cranberries still kind of hold up a little bit. Um, Whereas like the canned stuff is literally just like cranberry flavored Jello, and I fucking love the canned stuff. Like I always have ever since I was a kid. I could that literally like gross dude.
0: Those are the worst pitch in the world.
1: Dude, it, it have you ever even <laughs> it tried it, small. or did you
0: just... No, I, I don't remember. I had it when I was a kid. I don't. It doesn't look good to me. Uh,
1: okay, no. So clearly, I'm... I'm both.
0: I don't understand.
1: So I'm going to make you a meatloaf with a side of fucking oh, cranberry yeah. sauce now at this point.
0: I'm going to jump out your window.
1: And- <laughs> I'm going to make you like all of the texturally and name-unpleasing <laughs> dishes that you've ever been afraid of.
0: And you're going to stack up a bunch of canned cranberry sauce out the window so when i jump out i landed it so, <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> yeah i put a whole bunch of them so then, yes, yeah you're- just, oh, oh no i'm just in cranberry <laughs> sauce. dude I'm- i'll tell you it's delicious do you like jello
0: i mean yeah but not that much jello's fine if someone gave me jello i'll eat it but i'm never gonna go get it you know
1: okay well it's kind of like that but it's cranberry flavored it's like nice and tart and yummy <laughs> i'm still ambivalent would you eat would you eat jello out of one of the little cups, one of the little plastic cups like you put I mean, in your, I mean, your lunchbox? If
0: someone handed me a cup of jello, I would eat it. So then know.
1: why are you afraid of cranberry sauce? I don't understand.
0: Because when I'm at when I'm at Thanksgiving, which first of all, it's the only time they have cranberry sauce, right? When uh, I'm at Thanksgiving, I have priority system for what I'm putting in my stomach. And cranberry sauce is not on it. It's not. There's okay. i I'd rather get more mashed potatoes, mac and cheese stuffing, all that shit. Oh, green bean casserole? Oh, fuck yeah, dude.
1: Woo. Oh, that's not even on this list. That was I a bit know, of a... a uh, one.
0: Underrated. Underrated. Yeah. Get a little veggie action, you know?
1: All right. I'll, I'll leave your slander for cranberry sauce uh, <laughs> up here. I'll weigh in and just say... Uh, oh, man. Uh, lately, Alec Burks has kind of been the cranberry sauce. Ooh. Like, often, often forgotten, but one of my favorite things to eat on Thanksgiving, at least. So... <laughs> <laughs> i'll give it to alec burks uh because like, like yeah i mean i've really been enjoying watching him play on like a very different level from how i enjoyed watching him play last year uh all right so gravy you said iq i kind of like that do you want to give your justification real quick
0: you just put on anything i
1: don't give a shit
0: yeah. i don't give a shit who's in the game just put them in there
1: yeah i would just say also like the saying of like it's just gravy like when the Knicks are playing well, and it's also because IQ is hitting like a million threes, like last night, like that's just gravy. That's awesome. Nice. Like just just the just the topper on top of a good game. Uh, all right, we'll try to cruise through these last few pumpkin pie. What's it? Oh wait, what's your stance on pumpkin versus apple pie? Uh, I prefer apple, but they're both good. I prefer pumpkin by like a wide margin. Okay, I'm a big pumpkin guy.
0: Okay,
1: like because you're a pumpkin. I am. I'm a big old pumpkin. Um I don't know what that means either, so don't worry about it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm your pumpkin. Wow. Um <laughs> uh, so pumpkin pie, I don't know. I we could probably swap these, but like I, I would say like Obi Toppin. Yeah, so, I was gonna
0: go whatever pie. I feel like it's obi.
1: Yeah. Let's just say sweetness. we'll just we'll fun. melt we'll melt those pies together. Yeah, and, that
0: sounds gross. I will say that. But no, I'm not gonna, not conceptually.
1: Not actually meld them together. I know. I, know. <laughs> I Meld know. the concept Eat together.
0: in the ass,
1: dude. Oh, my God. I hate you. Uh, and say it's Obi because it's like <laughs> – uh, for one thing, you have to wait forever for Obi to get minutes. just like you have to wait for the pie, but it's also like one of your favorite parts of the meal. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. that
0: by itself. Good point.
1: There we go. Uh, also, pumpkin pie is better. Um, roasted veggies. It's Taj, bro. <laughs> yeah yeah you're roughage you gotta yeah. eat it yeah you gotta eat exactly you gotta get a little bit just get some get,
0: it's good for you like get, you know there's better stuff there's sexier stuff but roasted veggies are good dude
1: yeah likewise salad what would you say who's salad i would, I would say wait, go I, ahead. I would go d rose
0: oh okay oh i was gonna go d rose for dinner rolls because i just want to eat dinner rolls all the time you know? <laughs> i love bread <laughs> mini croissants dude like yo zach, tell me zach the card
1: machine bro, yeah
0: no that's you're 100 right dude you cut those mini croissants in half and put some turkey on there
1: Ooh, yeah i mean oh, i do turkey love turkey. i do love mini oh, croissants oh, yeah. and dinner rolls
0: bro just impromptu sandwiches on croissants at all times
1: i'm making some gone. cornbread for tomorrow too cornbread's Ooh,
0: good hell yeah. yeah dude i would put mashed potatoes on dinner rolls i will do that I mean, oh yeah
1: Make a little dinner sandwich.
0: Yeah, dude. I'll put i put carbs on carbs. I don't give a shit. I'll, <laughs> I'll put pasta on bread. I don't care.
1: Well, I was gonna say Rose is salad because of his like uh his lengthy um pregame routine, you know, where he he's like so healthy and like so like like in tune with his body and shit these days. Uh-huh. That I think he's salad, but I don't know. Maybe that's flimsy. I whatever. was I was
0: considering Kimba because no one eats salad on Thanksgiving.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll throw a little <laughs> bit on my plate again, sort of I like don't. the roasted veggies, just to say I'm being healthy.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not going to do it. I, I'll but do that other times, but not on Thanksgiving, bro. It's it's no. like the
1: smallest like token yeah, weird it's just gesture. To Iceberg
0: lettuce and a carrot.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so dinner rolls. We can also say Derek Rose. That's fine. Chips and dip. Who's chips and dip?
0: I don't know, I like the chips and dip, A little appetizer.
1: Yeah, it's like the starter, though. I guess <laughs> I guess maybe that was Alfred Payton when he was starting for, like, seven minutes last Wait, year, and that was oh, it. Oh, yeah,
0: the little token. token he,
1: he was the chips and dip, you know? like Chips and dip are good. Yeah, chips and dip are good, though, so it's kind of hard to make that comparison. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I, since this was, like, I think this is basically the end of the Thanksgiving talk, uh, and this episode is, of course, releasing on Thanksgiving, so, like... You know, happy Thanksgiving, to, everybody! Happy Thanksgiving. We had to lean into that. Uh, what's your, what is like the one Thanksgiving dish that is like a staple at like your family's Thanksgivings that most people don't have?
0: Oh, dude, I don't know. My family typically does not do a Thanksgiving.
1: Really? Oh, okay. Like, like
0: we usually end up going somewhere else. Uh, All right,
1: but at the Thanksgivings you've gone to, like, is there one you go to, like, consistently, where there's, like, a weird-ass thing that's really Yeah, they're used
0: to—it's not anymore more because everyone's grown up, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. Nothing that's—nothing that's out of the ordinary, honestly. It's pretty standard shit. Do you you have something in mind here? You definitely have something.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I just mentioned earlier that I'm making a fucking Thanksgiving meatloaf, but the thing that's become, like, a tradition— so this is actually like my dad made these one time when, cause my wife and I usually we didn't this year cause of some reasons, but normally we go out to my dad's place for Thanksgiving. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll have it with him and he makes the whole big spread and like, I'll help as much as I can, but like he kind of just like commandeers the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, but he made it this one year and then now my wife is taken to making it for like either Thanksgiving or Christmas every year. And it's, uh, artichokes au gratin and Ooh. yo, what? it is so fucking good. Ooh,
0: that sounds delicious.
1: So what you do is you make like a cheese sauce, you know, like, uh, I think you use Swiss for it, but like, I'm not a huge Swiss cheese guy, but like, it doesn't taste straight up like Swiss cheese. Like it just kind of tastes like a cheese sauce. Um, but so you make like this like Swiss cheese sauce and then you take, uh, uh, like canned artichokes. And I think the recipe calls for the unseasoned ones, but like the seasoned ones definitely taste way better. But so you take those and they're, you know, like artichokes with like Italian seasonings and like olive oil on them and whatever, and toss them in the cheese sauce, throw them in a pan, put like a whole shit ton of breadcrumbs on top and then just bake it. Yeah. Dude. Oh, it it's is. Like,
0: it's like spinach and artichoke dip remix.
1: Yeah. Or like it's spinach or, or, or like artichoke mac and cheese, basically. Like. Yeah. Mm. Ooh. So good, dude. So yeah, good. Yeah, that sounds delicious. It is a I mean, staple. potatoes
0: gratin Al gratino also bomb.
1: Oh, absolutely amazing. Another Trader Joe's thing that Matt will never have Ooh. because he never goes to Trader Joe's, but they have some fantastic potatoes gratin. I actually
0: didn't I don't think I've seen those. That's a that's a great Trader Joe's thing too, is like you get like it's like weird regional shit. Like yeah. there's stuff in your store that's not in my store for sure. Yeah. So look
1: look for them though. They're in the frozen. They come in like a big ass like package, like uh, it's like, it, it's like a big, like bake container, you know, but they like put it, it's like wrapped up, but like, uh, it's, it's, it's a big ass container. I'll
0: make sure to bother the shit out of someone next time I go there.
1: Okay? Yes. Ask, do, you have ask the the, yeah, do, do you have the potatoes? Yeah. Do you have the our gratin potatoes? Cause they're, they're really good. Okay. Um, anyway, that's, I think the end of the Thanksgiving questions. So thank you to everyone for asking those happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Ooh, ooh. Uh, and now we're going to continue with the rest of the questions.
2: Uh, you've got mail.
1: So far off the mark is back uh with another question. This one was actually asked like a week ago, but we're answering it anyway. Question for the dummy bag is Matt a volleyballer or a volley hooper?
0: I think that says volley hooper.
1: So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say volleyballer. Wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. Which one is um like M grad Alonzo Trier?
1: That's Hooper.
0: That's Hooper, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. But that's why I'm saying he's a baller because he's probably he probably plays boring fundamental ass volleyball.
0: Oh, isn't baller like like KD right? Like KD's talking about like yo, he's a baller.
1: I don't know. I, I feel don't, like I don't,
0: that's a volley hooper just because it's more fun to make fun of him.
1: Yeah, I guess maybe that would be more fun. I don't know. Either way, I also have a hard time calling him a hooper anything because he's he's our height, six foot four, and yet, admittedly, literally like cannot even dribble a basketball. <laughs> Really? So Yeah, you've never heard him talk about his basketball oh, skills. He's,
0: oh, I thought you were saying he couldn't dunk and I was about to be like me neither, but
1: No, couldn't dribble a basketball. Yeah, dribble.
0: Oh my god. It's yeah. not even hard.
1: No, he's he's just terrible. So <laughs> I say he can't be a hooper, he's a baller. You say hooper, it's fine. We'll, we'll just go with that. Uh Mark, we will revisit that whenever Matt returns, whenever he feels like gracing us with his presence. Yeah,
0: again. and whenever we see him in person, I'm going to bring a basketball.
1: And make him try to dribble Patreon it and video it. video it. And we're going to put it only on Patreon. <laughs> That's,
0: right. That's right. This is the Patreon content you all came for. It.
2: You've got mail. All
1: right. This next one comes. I guess this is sort of the last. Oh, well, okay. There's another couple like Thanksgiving linked questions. Wow, but I'm here you
0: go, dude. Just finished saying. how we Shut on up. Thanksgiving.
1: <laughs> Just uh, was, like,
0: 45 seconds ago.
1: There was a couple more snuck in here. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Stingy asks us, our very own Stingy. What native land do you occupy? (laughs) All right. Are you you ready for this? This is, uh, so I I looked up like what native American lands did New Jersey used to be or whatever. And, uh, I found this, this amazing page on NJ.gov that it's called hangout NJ. It looks like it's meant to be like an educational page of some sort, but it also, I sent this to you before we started recording. It looks like this was made like in two thousand two. Like this looks like a webpage that you or I would have encountered looking up for like an eighth grade web uh, or an eighth grade research paper, trying to find stuff on the internet. Um, It's got like this little cartoon duck. I guess. Yeah, I was
0: trying to figure: is that a duck or
1: a oh, a a seagull? Maybe it's a What? What's the state animal of New Jersey, Alex?
0: Is it a seagull?
1: It might be. I don't know.
0: (laughs) I mean,
1: there's certainly enough of them here, but it it looks like a seagull reading a book with like these weird, like eyes on a string looking at it. But like, it's got like this, like super early two thousands layout to it. So this is, they probably don't even know this still exists on NJ.gov, but it's extremely offensive. So let me read it real quick. (laughs) It says a short history of New Jersey, Delaware Indians. First off, we're going with Indians here. Uh, the first people to live on the land now known as New Jersey were the Delaware Indians. They lived here starting at least 10,000 years ago. Anywhere from 8,000 to 20,000 Delaware Indians lived in the area when the first Europeans arrived. Their name means original people or genuine people. They spoke an Algonqu- Algonquian Al- 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 contin- dialect. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I also like that. Uh, They definitely have a different name other than Delaware Yeah, I was going to say,
0: that's 100% the name that the Europeans named them. You don't don't call yourself original people unless they were, like, really, really self-aware.
1: Yeah, well, but, like, (laughs) no, but, like, Delaware Indians definitely doesn't translate to original people or genuine people. I'm pretty
0: confident.
1: It's definitely whatever their actual Native American name was translated to that, but the people that wrote this webpage didn't even feel the need yeah, to put that. Yeah, this was in.
0: a this was like a a career New Jersey government employee who yeah who like learned this in elementary school.
1: Yeah. This uh, so all right. Though they were considered one tribe, the Delaware Indians didn't act as one unified group. Oh see they're already the white colonizers trying to sow discord among these these uh native people. Instead they lived in small communities made up mostly of extended family members The men would hunt for fish during the day. Depending on the season, they might search for clams off the Jersey shore or hunt in the woods. The women worked in the gardens. They grew squash, beans, sweet potatoes, and corn. When the first explorers came, when the first colonizers came, the Delaware Indians (laughs) lived in parts of Delaware, New Jersey, and eastern Pennsylvania. Europeans called them the Delaware Indians. We still don't know what their actual name was. (laughs) God damn Wait, it. We have an
0: official website, dude.
1: I click on it and it's... Oh, it
0: can't be reached. dead.
1: Clearly it's been silenced. <laughs> wow. Uh, so there you have it. That's where I'm from. I would love to know what the Delaware Indians were actually called uh, prior to being colonized and called the Delaware Indians. But that's a research project for another day. Uh, but that's the native land I occupy. Zach, did you do your research before this one? No, I,
0: I don't know... What to tell you? I live in Queens.
1: <laughs> I think I think nobody lived on Long Island before, either the colonizers I got have here. No
0: idea.
1: There was it was uninhabitable, terrible land. Nobody wanted to live there. And was then, there,
0: are you setting up for a Joker?
1: No, I'm just. I don't know. I'm just calling Long Island terrible.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought.
1: Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Just okay. just calling the place where you've grown that's up your fair. whole I'm life. About, I mean,
0: I live in Queens again, but. You know, it's, it's fine. Didn't you used to live out on Long Island? Yeah, I grew up on Long Island. But, yeah, that's uh, what I thought. Yeah, there's a reason I left.
1: explain. explains a lot. Explains yeah, a lot. No. I mean, it does. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm just kidding, Zach. I love you. Uh, all right, you're like the one good thing to come Dude, out of Long Island. What's happening? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I'm, fe- I'm feeling very affectionate towards you since wow. you're the only person that feels...
0: food talk got you all greased though.
1: Yeah, well, you're the only one that comes on here and spends time with me. That's Matt true. can't be bothered it's anymore. That's
0: true.
1: I'm a lover scorned, you know? you're done,
0: you're in with a Long Islander.
1: Yeah, you're my, you're my rebound right now. <laughs> wow. Okay. Anyway.
2: You've got mail.
1: Uh, our next question comes from Gax uh, from the Discord. Just like turkey dipped in cranberry sauce, which Knicks players make the tastiest basketball combos? Oh. Huh. Obvious OBIQ notwithstanding. Uh, I disagree. I actually don't really like turkey with cranberry sauce on it. I like to eat the cranberry sauce separate, but. Um...
0: <laughs> i picturing you like spooning your mouth with <laughs> like a, like a brain dead look on your face for some reason. <laughs> 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 like just in the corner by yourself, just eating. Like you, you don't even have a bowl. It's just a can of cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Jello. You're just eating it. The lid is not even fully off. It's like half can open and you're just eating out of it. And you look like you're brain dead.
1: If I mean, I, I would actually eat it right know, out of the can. No,
0: see, I, I got it all in my head, bro. It's all there. It,
1: although it's really satisfying when you dump it out and it comes out looking exactly like the can. <laughs> what? It's,
0: what is wrong with you?
1: <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, it's funny, man. It's funny. It was like, a little bit. And like the can lines on it actually make good lines to like cut it with, so it's it's pretty it's pretty good. Uh, anyway, what's your favorite like like Thanksgiving combo to make?
0: Uh, gravy and mashed potatoes for sure. For All
1: sure. right, let's take let's take that off the let's take Why? that off. Why? Because that's like the the other oh, obvious one. Come on, isn't turkey and, and gravy the obvious one? No, I think mashed potatoes and gravy is more. Obvious. Okay, I'm going with turkey and gravy. All right, fine, whatever, gravy, man. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with mashed potatoes and turkey. I actually I like to eat those together. Yum, they're tasty. Did you remember
0: um, those uh, KFC bowls back in the day where they? Put, like, I do. The those are in the mashed potatoes.
1: They were pretty yummy. Dude, yeah, it's so
0: good. I make those myself sometimes. It's fucking delicious.
1: But so, what's your what's your Nick's tasty combo? Oh,
0: tasty combo. I mean, I think it is Obi and IQ um we'll think of another one paul asked that we come up with another one of, like two man combos but the the problem is they're not playing very well <laughs> so it's like it's all right like i want to say rj and mitch sort of because they have some decent pick and roll chemistry you know yeah but but they haven't really been good that much so i mean but but like i like it sort of when they're good
1: yeah i was thinking rj and mitch as well uh I'll just throw another one out there and just say, like, if they if they figure it out, which, like, they sh- they have shown some some real chemistry no, this season. It's, it's, it's Fournier and Julius. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it, which I don't know what happened to that, but, like, they did look really elite through, like, the first, like, six, seven games of the season. Yeah, they so.
0: really went away from it. I guess it's just Julius ISO shit that we're seeing yeah. a lot more of.
1: Like, but we're starting to see stop. a little more of their two-man game, and it's paying off. Yeah. So I, hopefully I they keep that. with it so yeah that's my that's my combo there
2: you've got mail
1: uh here we have our questions from nemo who now goes not by nemo patsy Tur, but by nemo potato <laughs> from chili paris uh always getting the weather report because james started calling nemo nemo potato in the discord
0: um was there a reason that, Whatever.
1: I think James just true, mocking. True. I think James just mocking Nemo, but Nemo leaned into it because right. Nemo is such a good sport. Yeah,
0: smart, um, smart move by Nemo.
1: Um, Zach, this one's for you. Did Wack get his Xbox for real?
0: Uh, I, I, I hope to God I have the order confirmation here. I. It's still. It says in progress, which is concerning because it says it would be processed within twenty four hours, and it's been two days now. So Where did you I'll, score it from? GameStop. So I'm worried that they like I somehow got one and that there isn't actually one and I'm gonna find that out in like two days after they go on sale on Black Friday.
1: No, (laughs) as as a former GameStop employee, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I I I have ordered things from GameStop before, like I order like Funkos through there and stuff. And if it says order processing, you should be good. Okay, like as long as you have an order number, you're good. Like they honestly. The, the places you should have been worried about getting canceled on would be, like, Walmart. Amazon, Amazon, Walmart, yeah. uh, Target, to a degree. Like, right. they're all very iffy. But GameStop generally follows through. God, the I hope thing. so.
0: I, I have not, like, let myself accept that I actually got it until yeah. I get that, like, your order is shipped.
1: Yeah, yeah. It'll be a great feeling when you get it.
0: Oh, my God, it will. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> oh, I can't wait.
1: Um and actually the other thing is GameStop shipping is real fast. So the second yeah. it says shipped, you oh. might literally see like the next day.
0: Oh
1: my god. So or like 2 days. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if this shit shows up like Saturday, oh.
1: <laughs> that's all you're doing all weekend. <laughs> uh,
0: maybe no, nah, it's Thanksgiving
1: weekend but the weekend after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know it.
2: You've got mail. All
1: right. Uh next question from Nemo. Who is the scariest player on the roster?
0: I like how vague this is.
1: Yeah, it's I don't the, know how, how to interpret in this. a lot of
0: different ways.
1: Yeah. Just pick whatever way you want, explain <laughs> it, and then and then give your choice.
0: Uh, it's Mitch because this motherfucker is falling down <laughs> constantly. He's like a baby giraffe. He can't stand up. It's it's insane. He does, like, all this insane shit and is always on the floor. It's cr- every single time, it's like, oh, he's out for a season. And then he's Anthony Davis. We've seen it so many times.
1: Yeah, that's what he gets for working out with AD, I guess. So yeah. so you're going with the definition of like like uh, uh scariest in terms of giving you giving you fe- like little frights and scares yes. throughout the game, yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh I'll say I'll go with the definition of like who's the most uh scary to opponents? And I'm going to actually go Alec Burks right now, just in this moment in time. Oh. Like, the fact that you never know if he's going to all of a sudden just go off for, like, 20 points in a quarter. Right. That's pretty fucking scary. Yeah. So, I'm going to go with Burks. Yeah, he's Um, hot right now, too. And also on defense, he's been very scary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he's been been good. He's been, like, arguably the best wing defender on the team right now. Yeah, Like.
0: Well it's him or RJ for sure.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I'm definitely I'm going with uh I'm gonna go with Burks right now. As far as just physically most imposing, I feel like it's always Julius though. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah like he's he's the most scary. Like if, if you got him angry, like forget about it. It's it's over. <laughs> um to a ball. Yeah. Only only player more scary would be Isaiah Stewart after getting beamed in the face by LeBron. <laughs> Um,
2: you've got mail. All
1: right. Next, uh, next question for Nemo. Final one for Nemo. Have you seen the hats D Rose has been wearing recently? Uh, strange tarboosh style bonnets. Uh, what are the most ridiculous hats hats you have worn? So I, have you seen the hats Rose? I have been wearing? I don't know. They're like, uh, I, I don't know if bonnet is quite, they're like crocheted, like beanies sort of, oh. but the one he wore had like a tassel on it that made it almost look like a fez. I don't you know, know what
0: fez is either.
1: A fez is like, like the the little hats, almost like what Aladdin wore, but like usually they have a little tassel on them. Is
0: it spelled F
1: E Z? F E Z. Yeah. Oh,
0: We're gonna live reaction right here. Okay. Fez. Oh. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Wait. No. This is what oh, the monkey wore in Aladdin, right?
1: He, uh, Aladdin and Abu both wore, okay, both wore, both wore?
0: Him. Okay. I'm misremembering, uh-huh. but yeah, yeah. Okay. I know what this is,
1: but yeah. So like, but like the, the, he was wearing, like, it was almost like a knit beanie, but it had a tassel like that on top. Huh? Um, it was, it was, and he had it in such a fashion that it looked almost like a fez. Like it was kind of like draped off to the side intentionally. Um, so yes, I have seen them. They are, they're, they are kind of peculiar, but you know what? Rose has a pretty interesting sense of style and always has. So. I support it. I, I support him wearing interesting hats. When you got that kind of money, you can wear whatever fuck you want.
0: Yeah, I have uh, no style whatsoever. So, you do you do wear?
1: Are, are you a hat guy normally? No, not really.
0: I wear, uh, you know, I wear a hat backwards hat once in a while. Bad hair day, you know. Yeah, uh, but no, not really.
1: Okay, so what, do you have a bizarre hat you've ever worn? No, no, I don't think yeah. so.
0: No, I don't even. I have a. I own a Jets like beanie that has one of the you know, like the balls on top of it. Yeah, a pom-pom
1: hat. Yeah, the pom-pom, and
0: even that's, like, too much. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, dude, I wear, nah.
1: <laughs> I wear those all the time. I love my pom-pom hat. No,
0: nah, because I can't put on the hoodie. I like to wear my hoodie. Oh,
1: yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That, okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I would say mine, I mean, outside of, like, novelty hats, and I am a big hat person for what it's worth, um, outside of, like, novelty hats, like, I don't know. I have like a like a sorcerer Mickey hat from when I went to Disney when I was like ten years old. And oh like, my
0: god! From when you were ten?
1: Oh shut up!
0: <laughs> what?
1: What? You didn't still you, you did didn't give st-
0: me this your whole life?
1: What? Wait, <laughs> How why? did you, you find didn't... a
0: woman? How did this happen? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I actually only just found it recently in like some stuff while my parents were getting ready to move. So nice. Uh, yeah, I mean that's why it was first thing in my head. But I would say the most like wacky normal-ish hat that I've ever had. My cousin-in-law randomly before he was even my cousin-in-law, back when he was just my my girlfriend's cousin back then, uh bought me this hat that's like it's a snapback and it's got just like this like repeated image on it of like a bear fishing for salmon in a river. Huh. And it's and it's literally just like a photograph, but it's just sort of like repeated all around the hat, so it's like a full print across the whole thing. Huh. And it's a fucking weird hat, but it's kind of cool. So I've I've worn that out and about sometimes. Like just kind of a weird ass hat that. that does sound like.
0: like a weird ass hat, honestly. Yeah,
1: but I don't know. It's a cool hat. So that's that's probably my weirdest hat that I've worn. Most ridiculous, I would say. But I've worn it with a straight face. Like i am just and people ask about it, I'd be like, Yeah, it's fucking bears. Hunting for salmon, <laughs> deal with it. It's awesome. Cry, um, yeah, cry, weep, weep.
2: You've got mail.
1: Anyway, all right. Next question comes from—he's uh, going by Young Pavarti in uh, per- Parvati. Sorry, in uh, in Discord now, which is where he asked the question. But it's Shwini our, our our faith. Uh, make the argument for why we should remain patient with Kemba, despite IQ and Rose's far superior play so far. Do you have an argument? Uh,
0: I have a tenuous one, which is that part of the problem is that they're trying to find the balance of the roles, right? Like What what we've been seeing is a lot of, they, they don't really know what is the right thing to be doing. Like Julius is going on instinct to the post, but that was last year. You don't need to do that anymore because we have ball handlers. And some games, he's like a roving screen machine and he gets a bunch of dunks and you know, Kempa's hitting pull-ups. Another game is Fournier's saying pull-ups, and he's initiating. And, like, that balance is not there. And they've spent the entire season trying to find it. That's part of the trouble why these guys look so fucking terrible on offense, uh, despite the fact that they're both upgrades. They are. Even though they haven't played well, they're still upgrades. It's just that the, the, the hierarchy is not there, and it's making everyone hesitant, I think. I think if you switch them so quickly, you're just going to run into the same problem again, and you're going to be starting from the beginning. Uh, and I think that's literally the only argument at this point, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I think that's kind of my argument too. It's basically just like, how do you expect things to get better if he's not playing? Um, and I understand some things can be solved in practice, and we've seen that. Like the Knicks have, it, we've we've seen where after certain practices, they've come out and said like things were really good in practice today, and then the next game things look a lot better, like against the the Pacers last week, for example. So. You know, I think I think the reason that I would stay patient with him is just, like, it's exactly what you said. Like, it, you have to learn this stuff in-game, in and, you know, I'm fully in support of uh, not giving him tons and tons of playing time uh, and letting him stink it up. Like, still having there be consequences, but, uh, you know, I, I don't see any reason to, like, fully remove him from the rotation or something. Right. Um, Just because then you're basically guaranteeing he's never going to work out. Uh, Whereas if you keep playing him a little bit, it's not like Alfred Payton where we have all this this proof of like, Alfred Payton sucks, he's always sucked, he's always going to suck. Why is he still playing? You know, even if it's only for 14 minutes a game or whatever. With Kemba, we literally have like a 10-year career, four all-star selections, like – a number of years of 20 point per game efficient scoring behind him to be like, yeah, this is worth trying to crack this code here. So if you can spare like 10 to 14 minutes a game and still, you know, if he's stinking it up lately, it has been closing with IQ. He's been closing with Rose, you know, whatever. Cool. That's great. Then who cares? You know, as long as you're in those games, like just don't leave him out there long enough to where he could be such an active detriment that he loses you the game. And hopefully, eventually, he'll figure it out and start being a positive. That's basically my right, my argument for it, uh, which, you know, that's basically it. But I know Schwinn despises Kemba and wants him dead. So <laughs> I doubt that's a good enough answer for him.
2: You've got mail.
1: Um, Schwinn's second question of this mailbag. What's a price you'd be willing to meet in a deal for Miles Turner? What Ooh, do you think, Zach?
0: That's a good question. Uh well models makes twenty million a year. Um I would I would send Mitch. I don't know if that's heresy. I don't I don't think that's I, I think that's the type of upgrade that you do kind of without thinking as much as I do like Mitch, although it does seem like I've been bragging on him a lot this pod. It's it's more out of disappointment. I I, I do want to give him time. I agree with what you said before, but like the what what Turner is, is sort of, in a lot of ways, the realized potential of Mitch. Not completely, but in a lot of ways. Uh, and he could, like, I, I don't know if I believe the shooting so much. I mean, he's shooting like 42% or something completely silly. Um, I, don't, I don't know if that is the type of stuff that's going to scare teams during the playoffs or is going to hold when he's taking above the break threes. Whatever. I would deal Mitch in a... First, but I don't think that would get it done. Um, I would. The question is, I think they'd probably ask for like Obi or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and would I deal Mitch and Obi for Miles?
1: May- maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I. I don't think I would go that far. I just, I think that you're going to be able to sign Mitch to a much more affordable contract. Like, I when I say much more affordable, I mean like. M- Miles makes $18 million. I wouldn't be surprised at this point, depending on how things go the rest of the year, if Mitch ends up at around, like, 12 to 14.
0: Yeah. But um, he's not as good.
1: Yeah, but he's still younger. I still like his potential long-term better as, like, a rebounder. Um I, I still like him better as, a, as the turn at the rim, too. You know, I know his block numbers are down, but, like, Mitch scares people away from the paint.
0: Bro, Miles is averaging, like, three blocks a game.
1: Oh, I know. I know, and okay. he's doing it. just want to so make sure
0: that we're on the same page here.
1: Oh, I know. I mean, I know that I know that Miles... That's, But that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that Mitch's impact is leading to him getting less blocks now. But we have seen that Mitch has the ability to get blocks. Like, No, that. it is,
0: but Mitch is fucking... I mean, look, I haven't watched Miles Turner nearly enough to, to say for sure, but I will say that I've seen Mitch going for blocks and leaving himself out of position enough still where... You know, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. That's all. I don't know. He's definitely better. Miles Turner is definitely better.
1: Yeah. I feel like my answer to this would be something like, especially because it would make it work salary wise too. Like most I would do would be something like,
0: don't, don't, don't.
1: I was going to say Knox, but like, (laughs) (laughs) no, but only, only for salary matching purposes. Like I think Nerland's, Nerlens Knox and like Grimes or something like that. That would get you there, yeah, money but that ain't
0: shit. So you're sending picks, also.
1: Yeah, maybe like a maybe like a protected first or something. Like, I guess my whole thing is I'm just not super enthusiastic about acquiring Turner. So my answer to what would I do to get him is just like not a ton. <laughs>
0: uh, I think he'd be a great fit on this team, honestly. Although I guess there's an argument to be made that uh, you know the Knicks already have, I think the best. Rim defense in the league, so you know, are you improving on something that's already improved? But also, you know, if you have Turner, are you able to help less uh, off three point shooters and and get that sort of under control while keeping your rim defense stabilized?
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, my other right. thing, my other thing too, though, is like Turner. So I just looked this up; like he's shooting well at the rim. So he shoots seventy seven percent. That said, this whole year so far, he's only taken thirty five attempts at the rim, right? And eighty four from three, so like he's literally like not even being used on the inside. So you sort of lose that element of what Mitch offers you.
0: Yeah, he's definitely not a, as much of a lob guy for sure. Yeah,
1: which is the the vertical gravity that we always talk about on the inside. Whereas like Mitch this year, even with not playing like as much, where uh, shit did I pull up the wrong thing? I did shooting. No, it should be in here. Where, where I mean, but I Turner see? is also healthy.
0: Is the thing like he. Yeah, I don't think he really – he's never had a long-term injury, right?
1: Yeah. You know what it is? I missed it on Mitch's thing because he only has two categories that he qualifies for in his shot distance splits. Uh, at the rim and three to ten feet. But Mitch is shooting 82% at the rim, and he's shot 49 attempts this year. I mean, that,
0: that makes sense.
1: So, I mean, I just, just – I that much more. I mean, it's yeah. not nothing. Yeah. And a lot of I that's just,
0: honestly rebounding, which Mitch does have the edge, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just think if Mitch gets his conditioning right and reaches the idealized version of himself, I still think I prefer him to Turner.
0: Yeah, I guess that's the question, though, right? Like, it's how, really, how much do
1: you believe in him? Yes,
0: A- and and know. how much do you believe in his ability to stay healthy? Because he's shown yeah. literally zero
1: ability to do that. <laughs> I push back on that too. Like, I so my push back on that is his first two years in the league. I just looked this number up because someone was getting at me on Twitter about this the other day too. Uh, his first two years in the league, he played like 86% of all available games. Right, but since he's put weight on, and he's also, you know, he's always dinged up, it seems like. What's our, what's our sample size? He's got like... Four seasons? <laughs> no, no, I'm saying his first two seasons, he played like 86% of his games, right? Last year, he had the broken hand, which is like a total freak injury that will never happen to him again. And then well, the
0: broken. But it's not really because he's always out of control. That's the thing. He's like we were talking about earlier, he's he's always all over the place. He's out of control. This is why he's remember he sprained his ankle? And it's like, oh, it's a freak injury. But if he was under control, he wouldn't have sprained his ankle. And it's the same thing with with uh whatever the other fucking thing. I'm losing track of how many things has happened to him this year. With the other night where he jumps off for that rebound and he fucking falls on his hip.
1: Oh like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that- it's
0: shit like that. He does that shit all the time. All the time. Well,
1: I, I think the stuff this year is him not realizing that when you put forty pounds more weight on, that's forty pounds more of like inertia going towards the ground. Maybe, and but he's more. been
0: doing this insanity since his his rookie
1: year. But he used to weigh like twenty pounds, <laughs> you know. Right,
0: right, but that's still like I don't see improvement. Is what I'm saying. Like you'd like him to play more in control, and he re- maybe a little bit. He's definitely better. He was he was wild out of control his rookie year. I remember watching him like, what the fuck is this guy thinking? And he's definitely not like that. But there's still aspects of that where it's like, dude, why are you even going for that ball? Like, Why did you do that like like how you approached it? It's like the opposite of Tim Duncan, where Tim Duncan always seemed like he was just standing there, but he was always in the right place so he didn't have to move. You know what I mean? Where Mitch yeah. is just like all over fucking place. It's like, oh, he turned his ankle again because he fucking ran up to someone in screen and roll and stepped on their ankle. Like, why are you even there? You know, it's, it's that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I guess I guess we'll just have to see how it goes the rest of the year. But I I still I don't think that he's injury prone. I think that last year he had he had two freak injuries and then this year he's been acting kind of foolish with (laughs) with like not realizing what his extra heft means, you know, to his game now. Um, But like he'll he'll figure it out, I think. I think he'll figure his body out. I think he'll figure his conditioning out. I think he's going to end up okay because I feel like with each passing game, we're seeing like, you know, early in the season, it was like, okay, Mitch got through like two minutes before he got super gassed. But in those two minutes, he was really good. And he kind of reminded you of the Mitch of old and then just like was gassed. And then now it's like you get that for like six, seven minutes. I mean, that's the other
0: part of it, though, is his conditioning has always been shitty, even when he was skinnier. He was always he was always dogging it. When but he, he just like those stretches. I think some
1: guys just look like they're dogging it, but like he would, he wasn't dogging it in the sense of like his production was failing. He just always looked like he was dying. Well, he would
0: slow up and down the court when you hit those points, which was not good,
1: not ideal. But like he would recover quite a bit, and he got lots of blocks. I mean, maybe
0: it's just that, like, bro, he doesn't even play that many minutes, like. Like, Mm. like, like, bro, he's gotta be in shape. You know what I mean? Like, like you should be able to go up and down the court to start the game for eight minutes, you know, without, without like hands on knees. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't usually go hands on knees, but you can see it. You can see when he gets tired. It's typically pretty obvious.
1: Yeah. I guess, I guess long story short, it just comes down to like the Turner debate comes down to like how much do you want to invest in Mitch? I'm still down for, for investing in him, you know, for this whole year at least. And then, Uh, seeing how it goes whereas uh, you know i can understand being out on him too i just i don't know i i think that he's shown enough that i'm willing to still give No, i can see both
0: sides yeah
1: let's just let's just both sides this issue
2: you've got mail yeah
1: uh all right moving to our next question our final two questions here so this is our penultimate question mikey cook 7 from the from the discord also uh at Mikey, I think just Mikey Cooks on Twitter, or maybe Mikey underscore Cooks. Uh, you think the Knicks make a D-Rose type of trade or something like that this season? And and Mikey also acknowledges this as maybe, like, asking this question a smidge early, but do you think... Yeah, difference?
0: it is a little bit early. I mean, I don't know. I think when we sort of talked about this on the, uh, on the off-season pods, I think I'm coming to the same conclusion, which is more or less, like, I don't know what what position you'd really be upgrading where you can get something that's along the caliber of a d Rose where you're talking about getting like a like a like a bench piece from a bad team who doesn't need him for nothing but the guy is actually good secretly mm-hmm. like I don't know who the fuck that is you know
1: yeah we're talking about literally like you know the guy that you' would have, it would have to be like giving up Kevin Knox or somebody. Because right. that's the equivalent of giving up DSJ in that second right. round. A second right? round pick. Like, that's comical, so,
0: bro. That's comical. It would be like,
1: you'd have to be able to make this work for Kevin Knox and, like, one of those. I, I looked this up the other day. The Knicks have, like, six second rounders in 2023. Right. right. So, so, yeah, you're just one of those. Okay. Yeah.
0: Who, who can you get? I don't know. Not any, I mean, I guess you never know, right? Because I wouldn't have thought you could get D-Rose for that little either.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think, like. You know, so I'm looking like Detroit, maybe. Like I'm trying to think of, like the cellar dwellers, like teams you could take advantage of on yeah. a deal like that.
0: Right? I don't. I, they got anyone?
1: <laughs> so. uh, yeah. I mean, they pretty much they gave up. They gave up Rose last year. Right. That was pretty much it. You know, right. like maybe if you're if you if the Knicks end up like really out on Kemba, maybe you go to Detroit and try to get like like a Corey Joseph, who's always just been kind of solid Corey throughout Joseph. his career.
0: I feel like Corey Joseph is. Washed.
1: Yeah, he's also kind of washed. He's fucking
0: washed. Yeah. That guy's been like like he was he was a good player. He was never the most athletic guy, but man, watching him recently. I mean I've hardly been watching him that much, but like, whew, bro, he looks cooked.
1: Alright, well let's see. Alright, while we're while we're doing these like roster searches here. We'll try to keep it quick, but like uh let's say like the Thunder. Alright, so Thunder Pretty much don't have anybody like right. that.
0: This is the thing. It's either like a young player who they wouldn't be interested in trading. It's rare that there's a dude like that.
1: Yeah. Like who are the other cellar dwellers right now? Orlando. Uh, but who yeah. the fuck do they have? So Terrence Ross, maybe? That's a candidate?
0: Yeah. We've talked about him a lot. I we have. And I mean, but know. that
1: doesn't really solve the Kemba problem. You know? like
0: DJ Augustine?
1: Yeah. Is he he's the on Rockets. the Rockets?
0: Yeah, maybe like that. But DJ Augustine is not as good as Derrick Rose, and never like like D Rose even in Detroit, you could see he still had juice.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't maybe. Know if DJ Augustine has any juice. Uh, I mean, maybe like, like Eric Gordon.
0: What about like Eric Gordon?
1: That's not a bad idea, but like,
0: he, he gets a lot of money as a thing.
1: I think he makes like nineteen or twenty million. So you'd yeah. have to find a way to match that.
0: that. Is probably close to over.
1: Yeah, but, like, you still need to find – like, Kevin Knox himself isn't going to get that done. Yeah,
0: he would actually be kind of nice fit.
1: Yeah, yeah, Gordon would be solid because he could be good with or without the ball, great shooter. like would be
0: another one that you could put in, in DHO with uh, Randall.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> maybe, like, the actualized version of, like, Fournier yeah, and Randall.
0: Right, <laughs> right. exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, he makes a lot of money, though. And he yeah. has uh, – yeah, he's on for another year at least.
1: I'm looking at like, uh, let's see here. The Spurs have Thad Young for 14 million. I mean, that's kind of expensive too. But I mean, he's just a I consistently, so. consistently really good yeah, solid but that, player. Like, all
0: that does is like, what are you doing with that? You know, then you're just like, screwing
1: up the Obi Randall right. dynamic, is it, which is already a
0: fucking problem.
1: Yeah, I mean that you would get him if you were like, okay, we like the Obi and Randall on the court together dynamic, and we want to embrace right. that more. So let's get Thad Young so we can have more small ball minutes. Right. Um. So maybe that would be a guy that you would look at. Uh, I, I'm looking at the Spurs now. I mean, I've always, I've always kind of loved Bryn Forbes, although I don't think he's nearly on D. Rose's level. But
0: no, yeah, he. I mean, he's just a shooter. He's a lights out shooter.
1: Yeah, but I, I, I feel like you can always use one of those. I guess it's uh, true. It's true. Oh man, uh, oh god,
0: I got, I got nothing else. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just too. gonna. Do I'm gonna briefly
1: play. look at the Pelicans because my God, they're wow. terrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you know the record right now? Uh, do they have two wins? They are three and sixteen. Oh, so... <laughs> I know.
0: Oh wow, dude,
1: they are so bad. Oh my, like nineteen God. games. Yeah. Oh my well, I mean, God. I mean, the Knicks have now played eighteen. I think so. Really? Holy shit. Yeah, ten and eight. Ten this and
0: eight. Oh my God. 30, dude, I... 16
1: yeah, that's so bad. Uh, I guess if I was looking at them, like, maybe. Uh, I mean, no nobody...
0: always like Josh Hart, but I don't think they move yeah. him.
1: Yeah, like Josh Hart maybe, or maybe Devontae Graham, if you could talk them into trade. though they they signed and traded yeah, for they him. Just,
0: but... Exactly, they just
1: got him. But I mean, that would be a guy that, like, if you're looking for a direct Kemba Walker replacement, boom, sure. there you that's go.
0: That's true. That's true. I mean, so he, maybe, Devante maybe Devante. Like to the rim like that, but he definitely does pull up shoot.
1: Yeah, right. and I, I the only issue is I think he's making an okay amount of money.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh,
1: he's making eleven. That's actually not that no, bad. You no, can make. That's, that's not bad. You could get there pretty easily. You could do like yeah, I think no, like no, Knox.
0: No, that's something.
1: You could do like Knox, Selden, and maybe even just Knox and Selden and get there.
0: Yeah, second rounder.
1: Yeah, and it, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than the, I mean, like for salary purposes, you know. Yeah, I like mean, basically, I, think, I
0: don't think they would. I think they want to see him with Zion, so I doubt they probably. Do it, but they
1: want to see everybody with Zion, but yeah. they're only going to see them I out to never, Zion out to dinner playing. right now.
0: He's never playing. <laughs> Thanksgiving's coming up. He's about to be out for another four months.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm convinced at this point. I think he is legitimately trying to eat his way out of there and he and come to the next.
0: <laughs> I respect the shit out of that. If that's I mean, if that's true, I have I admire that.
1: I do too. I, I, especially if it ends up with him on the Knicks, like, and then he gets in shape on the Knicks, then phew,
2: right. let's do it. You've got mail. Uh,
1: all right, and then our final question, and this comes from Nemo again, but I put it down here because Nemo said, variation on the Mikey question, what former Knick player, having been a disappointment in his last stay, would you like to see play again for the Knicks?
0: I will. Okay, Alex, in preparation for this question, I was going through some of the next old rosters, bro. I went back like seven years, like, oh, there's got to be someone who I would like to see, dude. There's nobody, nobody, nobody. Look through yeah. it. I'm telling you, there's fucking nobody. Some of these rosters, dude. It's like, like, like these are a blast from a past, man. It's crazy to just go through these names.
1: Yeah. So let me let me just throw one guy out there, and okay. I'm only inspired because of. Uh, NBA NBA countdown and uh, NBA, uh, you know, the, the post-game show on TNT last night. The guy I'll throw out there, and this would literally just be like, I, I assume he hasn't retired yet because I don't think he's technically retired. Uh, although maybe I'm wrong, but Jamal Crawford.
0: Oh, is he not retired?
1: I don't know for sure if he's retired or not, but they were talking last night, like on the broadcast of the Knicks game, that they were like, it, of course, it was stupid ass, or maybe it was on the next broadcast. Maybe it was on the uh, the Portland and, and Denver one where they were talking about Jamal. But they were talking about Jamal Crawford, and they were like, You know, I bet like if some team signed him right now, he could still go out there and score 20 points on his first night back. I
0: mean, that's probably um, true, but he would probably take 25 shots to do it.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm <laughs> I mean, gonna like let, it, me
0: just,
1: let me just Google like Jamal Crawford. Yeah, or, I don't
0: know, man. That I, I like the sentiment.
1: That's yeah, a good wow. answer
0: because he's so old that that that's like that's like a long time ago.
1: No, <laughs> he's, really st- he's still not ago. retired. Apparently, wow. Yeah. I mean,
0: he's he's cooked though. Like he can't he, he can't fucking play defense. He can't. You know.
1: Yeah, but that would just be fun as shit. It would man. be
0: fun. It would be fun.
1: But like, like if cut Sheldon like, and like, sign Jay Crossover just for fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, it would it would be fun. It would be fun. Um, does Melo count as having been his disappointment his last day?
1: Eh, I don't know if you, I mean, it's like, I, I don't know that I'll call Crawford a disappointment with the Knicks. He was like one of the few bright lights, you know, right. in those bad years. But like his, the overall Knicks when he was there were a disappointment. Right. So right. maybe you could say like that with Mello, like, you know, that the Knicks were kind of a disappointment overall when he was here. Cause they never really, they only got past the first round one time. Like right. that sort of thing. Didn't make the playoffs his last like three, four years here. He was injured for a large part of it. Uh, so yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe Mellow counts there. Mello was also part of the D Rose year where everything went shit. So. Right.
0: right. What are, I mean, Justin holiday is a good one, but he yeah. wasn't really like a disappointment.
1: I would love uh, to, I would love to snake uh THJ back too. Oh
0: yeah. 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 I guess so. He would be a good fit with current Randall.
1: And depending on who you talk to, THJ was a huge disappointment here because he couldn't be a number one option when he's right. clearly like a right. number Which four. Which was ridiculous
0: option. at the time.
1: I mean, it was. Yeah.
0: This is not hindsight. I was saying at the time, like, you, you, of course he's not number one. This is fucking ridiculous. Like, no one yeah. you can't do that.
1: Yeah. So that's a good one. one.
0: That's a good one. I sort of. What? How did I? How long ago was he on this team? Wait a second.
1: 2018-19? Yeah, I
0: thought I went through all the rosters. Hold on. I was I was literally going through, like, cracking up. Remember Isaiah Hicks, dude?
1: Oh, dude, he was so <laughs> – what a waste of two-way contracts. <laughs> oh, my God. Coons, thanks You didn't say Ron Baker, too. I Emmanuel fucking
0: Daniel Ron Lier. Baker. Uh, Lance Thomas. Could we, could we use some Lance Thomas?
1: Damian Dotson. Joakim Noah. Let's uh, yeah. bring him back. Troy
0: Williams, bro. <laughs> Troy oh, Williams. My
1: God. oh, my Troy God. Troy Williams, I thought, actually was going to have something.
0: Yeah, he but just he, he
1: did it. Yeah. Anyway, all right, we've got enough down memory lane. So I think our I think our top options are Mello, oh Tim Hardaway, Jamal Crawford. And Derek Williams. And Derek Williams. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Derek Williams, number four for sure. All right. Uh I think this has been long. I can't believe we went this long with just two. I can. Got... Come on. Give me a break. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of questions. Anyway, this has been this episode of Nick's Mail.Bag. Uh, Zach, do you have anything you want to promote before we get off here? Any good TV shows? Uh, right no, but tweet me
0: if you're playing Halo Infinite. Let's get it.
1: Yeah. Add you at. Uh, are you Syfex on there, too? No. Uh,
0: <laughs> no, I'm not saying my actual Beamer tag. But... Come on. Give out your gamer oh, tag. No. No, I won't do it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, uh, yeah, play Halo with Zach. If you if you hear this big doof, you'll know who you're playing with. Uh, thank you all for listening. We'll be back in two weeks, maybe with Matt. I don't know. Maybe he, this is his way of just quietly quitting. Um, <laughs> this is how he breaks out with his
0: women too.
1: Yeah, he just, <laughs> he's we're, just we're getting ghosted, dude. He's just ghosting us right now. But <laughs> whatever. Anyway, Matt's disrespectful. Zach, you're the only one that cares about me to That's come on true. here. Thanks for doing that. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for subscribing to the Patreon if you do. And if you don't, please consider doing so. Till next time, we'll be back in two weeks. This has been Nick's Mail.Bag. Peace out everybody.